everybody, and welcome back to the limited series podcast, Obi-Wan episode five now. We have one to go after this one. Uh, this this episode, um, it kind of focused more on Anakin and Obi-Wan. And Vader and Obi-Wan, right? Because Anakin yeah. and Vader are different. Yeah. With the flashbacks, the episode starts out with uh, Attack of the Clones footage that we didn't see right like that's kind of how they play it all off there's like a like a like a jousting or a dueling you know there's a lightsaber battle between the two um and we we see that a lot through this episode they keep flashing back to it flashing back to it and it, it was okay um they didn't do any of the de-aging with no, hayden christensen yeah i I don't think they needed to with Obi-Wan, honestly. He didn't look like he was touched at all, except his beard looked slightly different. But Hayden, the years have changed on him more than Ewan McGregor. Yeah. So Ewan McGregor still looks a lot like Ewan McGregor from 20 years ago Mm -hmm. because he was already fully matured right yeah older yeah yeah i mean you once you hit a certain age you usually don't look really really bad for a little while (laughs) um but once you're you know in your 20s and then now you're in your 40s i'll tell you what i look a lot different than i did in my (laughs) freaking 20s um it, it took me out of it a little bit though yeah i agree like when they cut to them and they were doing their little training i was like Aw, they didn't retouch him up any. Yeah, because we're we're talking like, mm. Anakin with the rat tail and the short hair yeah. from Attack of the Clones. So it might have been easier to accept if it was something that they were doing from Revenge of the Sith. But they didn't no. do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I think they could have got away with it because he had more hair. So they could have hid with shadows and things yeah. some of the effects. And they, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have had to de-age him, maybe. But yeah, his I mean, his face, his skin and everything is just different proportion. He has wrinkles in places now that, you know, he didn't then. Um, I mean, he was very youthful in the original three uh, or two, I guess, because he was only in two of those three. But uh, yeah, this, this started off with that, like definitely was a point for me where I was just, eh, you know what? I kind of want, I don't, I'm not one of the like huge purveyors for de-aging, but I think it, if you do it right, I think it makes oh, a big yeah. difference. A huge difference. Big difference, right? Huge difference. So like, I mean, they it, did the whole. It was mo- just kind of disappointing. Yeah, and I don't. I don't feel like with as much as he was in this, that it would have cost that much to really do. It would have been a big budget killer. It's not mm-hmm. like we, not like you know, Captain Marvel, where we de-aged Samuel L. Jackson the entire movie, right? right? <laughs> so th- these were only, I what, maybe a total of eight or nine minutes of the whole episode, Probably. maybe. I mean, maybe three or four minutes each little flashback that happens. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of break those down a little bit, but that, that's what it starts off with. Essentially starting off with Obi-Wan still teaching him. He's still a Padawan mm-hmm. learner at this point. Right. And he's trying to get through to him that he, he needs to focus not on winning, but on his goal. Like, you know, how he's going to get to it by using the force. Right. Using the light. Not just not being, being the winner. Yeah. Cause he really stuck on winning. Mm-hmm. If you haven't noticed, Vader doesn't <laughs> like to lose and he, he does not. Neither does Anakin. So we, we know why that goes hand in hand. Um, but essentially just a lot of back and forth between this cave that they land in mm-hmm. and they're trying to smuggle everybody out, right? Yeah. Off of this planet, Jabin. Yep. And there was a lot of good parts in it, but 
uh, it was another episode like episode four where it was just a lot of bouncing back and forth went yeah. from the flashback to what's going on with the cave right now and vader and obi-wan mm-hmm. you didn't get a lot of like forward movement really in in the story per se right right now not to say that that was bad there was quite a bit of stuff that happened that was kind of eye-opening and like oh wow that's kind of cool i like this um but it does, you know, the tracker that we saw at the end of last episode mm-hmm. is Lola. Yep. And she, she's doing her job. So they find them. So they do land on this uh, planet. They know right where they are. They do have some blast doors. So they shut the blast doors mm-hmm. and they kind of buy some time. And Lola goes in and kills the power to their escape door. So the door closes. So now they can't fly out. And... They're like, how long till we fix this? He's like, I don't know. Give me three or four hours. Obi-Wan's like, you've got one. You've got one. You yeah. have one hour. And that kind of puts a little bit of a difference strain on what's going to happen. He's like, I'll try and buy you some time. So they kind of just go out to face. Well, and then you have little Leia who pops up and is like, I can do it. Yeah. Right before that. <laughs> yeah. Like the bigger point is they're, they're buying them time. Yeah. But nobody can fit in this little area to find what out, out what happened and, uh, she is the small one so she's like i'll do it and he's like you trust me and he's like yeah obi-wan says this to uh o'shea jackson's character which i can't remember his character's name um and he says yeah and he goes well then i trust her so in in turn you trust leia too so get her a ladder get her a ladder (laughs) and get her in there right so yeah then we just have this buying time part of it this would be like the like in the first third maybe middle half if this were a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of a part of a movie where stuff kind of slows down. The hype was up a little bit, but now they're bringing you back down. They're going to hype it back up one more time before Mm -hmm. the ending. Right. This kind of feels like that sort of a moment. And it it was a lot of buying time, more story building. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get the conversation where you have the third sister. Mm -hmm. She's on the opposite side of the wall and Obi-Wan and he goes out there to talk to her. Through the wall, these walls, by the way, are they looked uh, pretty thick. Pretty thick for you to hear each other through the wall. That's kind of what I, <laughs> especially with the way they were whispering. Yeah. So I would have liked more if they would have made that like a force conversation. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought maybe they would do, but they didn't. And I was like, okay, so they're just literally talking to each other through the wall. Like, how can they hear each other? Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm going with it. Yeah, and it, and it happened for a while too. This wasn't like a short conversation. So, yeah, I just let it go, too. But it didn't make a whole lot of sense to this very thick door. It's probably a foot thick. You're not going to be able to whisper and hear each other through it. But we do get a little conversation back and forth. And we find out that the third sister is not there for Obi-Wan. She's there for Vader. Yep. She's, she's trying to kill Vader. And he finds this out because he's, he, he mentioned how she knew Anakin was alive. And how did you know he was Anakin before Vader? You're not that old. And then he puts two and two together. He like just deciphers it. You see him like, wait a minute. Yeah. You were there when that Order 66 was executed. And you were a youngling. You were a youngling. And you see the flashback and she's. Yeah. And we talked about, we talked yeah. about this in a previous episode that yeah. there was speculation that, and it fits. I mean, that she was this little girl that was trying mm-hmm. to, you know, help everybody. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, turns out. He killed everybody and she pretended to be dead yep. and laid underneath their bodies. And she has a, a pretty uh, terrible 
like description, you know, I mean, like terrible as in like, it's pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Um, she laid there until their bodies got cold and, you know, yeah. that's, that's pretty uh, detailed, brutal mm-hmm. uh, description that's of something. Time. Yeah. For a little girl yeah, to go through girl. Yeah. But she's held on to that like rage this whole time and hid it from Vader so that she can get as close as possible to try and kill him. And Obi-Wan's like, let me help you. you know? Yeah. He's like, let's bring him to me. Yep. Bring me to him. But really they're bringing Vader to them. Right. Exactly. Because he knew Vader would come down. Yeah. You're not, you're not bringing him to me. We're bringing him to you as in the third sister. We're bringing mm-hmm. him for the third sister. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the first moment that we see. Um, then I believe around this time is where we do get another flashback from him and Hayden Christensen or Anakin um, are <laughs> fighting now still. And he keeps, you know, I've won, I've won admit it master. I've won. And yeah, he still continues to fight back and he's using stuff against Anakin. Uh, and then, you know, we flash again back to the cave and a little bit of Vader stuff happening. They're still trying to buy time and we still cut a little bit back and forth to Leia who's she's up in that hole in the yeah, wall, or whatever, right? Vent. All the cords. And there's like a million cords and <laughs> everything in this thing. And she finally sees what she's looking for. But then Lola comes kind of out of the thing. Cause she was in there hiding and she catches her and she's like, Lola, you know, and like, you think like Lola's going to attack her or something. I, know, I thought like, she's going to like shoot at her or something. Right. Yeah. I'm she like, has a little what? weapon or something, but she, she pulls off the little tracker thing. And then Lola turns good. Like she's, she's okay. Now everything's fine. And then um, we do get a little bit of back in the corridor where they're still trying to block everybody off. And they've, the the third sister made it through the first opening mm-hmm. after she real she's like I don't need your help for Obi Wan she just comes for him you know yeah. she cuts through with her saber and she's now through into the corridor and she's that was a cool scene I liked the corridor scene a lot of action yeah a lot of action a lot of fighting yeah that was pretty cool the stormtroopers still can't hit shit like no 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 I didn't, neither <laughs> could we, neither could we really neither could we yeah <laughs> like I was like come on Obi Wan the, the only reason it seemed like there's so many of them they, they had the numbers and. We were killing some of them, but they had so many of them, it didn't seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Talia. Tala. Tala, who's yeah. fighting, and then she gets hit. And yeah. She, and her droid is there with her, and she realizes she's not going to get out. She's going to die, so she might as well save everyone else. Yeah, and she, we do have to talk about her, like, why we feel like she sacrificed, right? And that was because she talked about every person that she took out you yes. know she she shows behind her holster that she has like a mark there of you know semblance uh or mm-hmm. you know symbolism for her and she's trying to repay the right. debt because a lot of people died because of her because she hand. couldn't do anything right to keep her she had to keep her cover right yeah. right so and i think she said six of them were children 14 died and six were kids yeah and she's been making up you know the difference this whole time and that yeah Go back to what you were saying there. Yeah, and she realizes that she's not going to get out, so she tells Obi-Wan to go and shut the door, and she has this, like, bomb, and he's, like, trying mm-hmm. to get to where Obi-Wan is, and she shuts the door. She's been shot, too, yeah. so it's pretty rough. She shuts the door, and then you just, the bomb goes off. Yeah. Yep. Clears them out. Yep. So, just in time, the doors close, and she... It's essentially like 
it's like an underground bunker is mm -hmm. where they really are. So when this thing blows up, you know, it's all held in that area, kind of takes out all the other stormtroopers that are in there. The third sister saw the bomb, didn't get out in time. So she's, she's okay at least, but yeah. So then you finally realize that the, the whole time it cuts back again for Obi-Wan and Anakin fighting. Mm -hmm. And the whole buildup for the episode is the fact that like Obi-Wan knows Vader better than Vader knows himself. Yes. Right. That's yes. kind of the whole gist. Yeah. yeah. I and agree. He, yeah, he's like, he knows how to play him. Yeah. He's like trying to tell the rebels that, okay, you guys need to get going. I'm going to go back in. And he gives his saber to, um, uh, what was his name? It's, it's, uh, Kumail Ninjani. Hajim. Hajim. Yeah. He gives his saber and his mm -hmm. transmitter yep. to him and says, you need to get Leia back, you know, take care of her here, you know? And he's like, well, now I'm a Jedi, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's a little bit of a jokey, you know, situation, obviously he's comic relief, but he's like, what? then O'Shea Jackson's character is like, wait a minute, what are you, what are you doing? Like you're, you're going to go out there with no weapons. And he's like, I, I don't need I don't weapons. Need yeah. But before he did give the transporter transmitter transmitter. Yes. Yeah. Obi-Wan got a message. He did. Yes. That's true. From Leia's father saying, I haven't heard anything from you. I know he said no contact, but if I don't hear from you soon, I'm going to go to Tatooine with the boy. Yep. Yep. So that does come into play a little later as well, mm -hmm. but yeah, you see Obi-Wan just kind of go into the area. They lock the doors behind him and obviously they have the, the door open now so that they can escape. So they're all going to be getting into this ship, but they go out and they put him on his knees and he has another little conversation with third sister. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, let me help you again. You know, we can do this. And you know, why would I need your help? And what makes you think he's not going to see it coming? Because he's basically saying you take out Vader. I'm cool. I'm just going to be the decoy. Right. Like, and she's like, well, what makes you think he won't see it coming? It's like, he'll only see me. Mm -hmm. Just another thing that, you know, yep. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan knows Anakin and Vader basically at this point, because he's figured them both out and he's, he's got a plan and yeah, kind of, kind of works to the advantage that you would think they take him in and kind of lock him up in the area and Vader shows up and he's just like, where is he? Where's Obi-Wan? He's like, yep. he's being held inside and he goes in there to, uh, to do his bidding with him and it's uh it it was interesting i mean it cuts to obi-wan talking with uh, again flashback mm -hmm. where he thinks he's beat obi-wan uh with the saber battle you know he's d you know armed him so now he has no saber and obi-wan ends up using the force he dodges it and, and pulls his saber right out of his hand and now he's just like, and then he gives him his little speech. Like, you know, you have to, you have to understand that it's not about winning. This is the whole thing. It's about getting there and doing the job without being forceful. And, you know, you have to be mm -hmm. mindful of everything, yes. and, you know, don't let your aggression take over. Right. And that's what we know how that turned out. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's just what Anakin does. Like he's, yeah. he's a very aggressive guy and you can <laughs> just see the difference in their in their battle you know their lightsaber battle is just a big deal um huge difference in the way they fight but uh yeah so it just like a little bit more what what is it more that you remember from from the vader obi-wan in the in the bunker from from your perspective 
not a lot, honestly, because what happened later kind of overrode that. Okay. Um, yeah. Like you're watching this, you know, cool stuff happen and then something really awesome happens later on and you kind of lose sight of what it was. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> like, cause what happened later, literally I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Well, essentially what happens is Vader goes in to the main part and like, there's a ship taking off. Their ship is taking off. Yes. This is this is after like any sort of, you know, he's been he's been the Obi-Wan thing was a decoy. Yes. Like he goes to find Obi-Wan, but it just cuts <laughs> to a flashback and just you just know that Obi-Wan is just one basically cuz he played him, right? And you don't you don't really get the big old shit moment in this episode until Vader goes in and there's a ship taking off and he fucking catches it like he stops it in midair the force yeah he just stops it full like bore i mean the thing is going and it's just still trying to go and he's still holding it in place and he's pulling <laughs> it backwards yeah he's landing like, it he's putting it back down like he's like uh-uh you ain't going nowhere hell no and just one hand in the thing i was just like i mean when it happened we were both we were like holy yeah, crap verbally out loud i was like Oh shit. Yeah. Like, I loved it. I know I, I did like, too. I was like, this is the best part of the whole like series right now. Yeah, like, dude, man, you saw how powerful awesome. he was. And that's the thing, like watching the, what I'm going to call original star Wars trilogy, yeah. four, five, and six Vader was never, I mean, you knew he was strong, mm -hmm. but not like that. No, they, he was just so evil at that point. Yeah. Like he didn't have to be strong. He had all the things at his will. Right. Like he had, like, yeah, like he had the all Death of these Star people who would do whatever he wanted. Yeah. He had built that up, right? But it's like, imagine yeah. if he had used that power, yeah, in the oh, like and, it would be totally different Star Wars movies, I think. Like, oh, it would if they were if Star Wars was made right now, I it would be PG 13 still, mm -hmm. but it would be a much more like darker, yeah, heavier PG 13, yeah, exactly. Like, we'd be like, he'd be breaking all right, arms George and Lucas, stuff, if you know you're what listening. I mean? Uh, George, he ain't gonna do this, he's gonna be somebody else. George is retired, he's a billionaire, but yeah, it was awesome, and it turned out to be a trap and within a trap, which was yeah. kind of cool because it was the because you're like ship. you're like so blown away that he's pulling this ship down and then you're like oh my god all of those people on there like you're thinking of obi-wan and leia yeah. and all these little kids and well, like the thing about it though is because he lands the ship and then yeah. he starts ripping, ripping the ship apart. apart and you're like wait <laughs> and you're like where is everybody at yeah and you're like oh shit and then like there's not bodies coming out yeah. and then you just see another ship behind yep. take off yep. super fast you're like yeah yeah it was like obi-wan <laughs> was the like the the pure focus he had so that was like decoy one and then two there was a lot actually it was probably four if i had to say so two was the the secondary ship mm -hmm. then three was the real ship take takes yep. off like oh shit you know like You're he's like, he's yes. gotten screwed three times yep. in a row and then the and third like, sister shows up now you just see how his hate for obi-wan keeps getting fueled oh yeah like it just keeps growing you're like oh yeah he hates obi-wan obviously because he thinks you know he turned padme against him and yep took his kids he doesn't know what happened to the kids and right, right. you know whatever but they're dead they're dead that, yeah, yeah that's what he thinks she was but, buried looking pregnant you know right. that whole thing but it's just like now you just start to put pieces together of like oh okay yeah. now i see why he really hates obi-wan yeah. like and how much he dials himself back because he can just turn people into jelly you know what yeah. I mean? Like he could literally just squeeze them into jelly. <laughs> After watching this, like you have no <laughs> doubt in your mind, like, oh yeah, 
Yeah, he's uh, a badass. He's super powerful. And then it does really make you really then understand that in episode six, how he can kill the emperor. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just so powerful at the yeah. point. Like, he, you know, he could pick the emperor up and be like, screw you, I'm done. You know, I don't care if he's older at that t- time or not. The yeah. force, the force has made him strong in all right. kinds of ways. Plus, at that point, he kind of leaned into the light side of the force, which is stronger than the dark side. Yeah. We all know this. Yes. Uh, it's, a, it's an ongoing debate for life. But yes, that was awesome. The third sister then shows up and tries to kill him as, you know, he's doing all this. And he, he if I remember right, did he not even pull out his saber? He did not. He never used his he saber just, once. So like hers was a double saber. Yeah, it's like a, he, it's cool saber too. He pops it apart and throws one at her and you're like, oh, she's yeah. dead. Like she's yeah. toast. He's just toying with her now. He toyed with her before that oh, too. Yeah. Like he kind of let her do things and then he would like, force push her away or he'd just be dodging 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 it was so um, effortless too on his yeah. part like he's yeah. probably not even breaking his well he couldn't break a sweat under there but anyway right. <laughs> i mean he wouldn't be breaking a sweat he's like eh. right exactly eh. yeah and then yeah she does the like twirling thing with it she's holding the center of the saber and it's like motorized and spinning mm-hmm. and yeah he just kind of stops it and then he just pops it apart throws one half at her, takes the other half, and then we just have a battle, just a fight yeah. going on. Which I really think that was just him toying with it, her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Million percent. And He's then... just messing with her. Yep. Yeah, then he, he gets a stab on her, and she hits the ground, and he's just like, okay, you know, let's get going. Well, he did present her Grand Inquisitor in this episode, by the way. We just kind of kind of walked over that, but yeah, uh, gets taken away right away. Yep. Yeah. Because guess who comes around the corner? The original Grand the Inquisitor. The original Grand Inquisitor. And his, uh, his whole purpose is like, look at how much revenge can fuel you. Yep. Yeah. So he obviously has revenge because he she tried to kill him. And she has the revenge fuel for Vader. And Vader has the revenge fuel <laughs> for Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Kind of goes we're together. <laughs> you we're see what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah, they have a little so, bit going on here. I just thought of this. So the original Grand Inquisitor. Yep. Obviously, he's been hanging out on Vader's ship. Mm-hmm. So... In a fuel or a heat, a healing tank somewhere, probably. Probably. Yeah. But so, you know, Darth Vader knew he was alive. Yeah. So was he playing Reva the whole time? But then it's like, well, why did he fall for Obi-Wan's traps? Okay, now I'm getting myself into a circle. Oh, it's true. I mean, we, we could speculate <laughs> and theorize, right? Yeah. But he makes a couple of statements. Vader does. Makes a couple of statements about how, did you really think I didn't see? He like, does. So I do kind of think he knew who she who was. she was, and he let her do everything okay. for him. So he did play her, and then didn't have to work. And she got him as this far, right? Yeah. So she's found Obi Wan, and you know everything. Um, so I do feel like there's there was kind of like a he's a double agent, right? Yeah. You know, working yeah. for himself though. <laughs> like he's just like I got this, but, like, but she can do it for me, yeah. and I can still continue to do the other things I want to do that are evil in the background for my emperor. Right. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing about Vader is like he's still technically he's not the emperor. He's, he's a, not the man in charge. Yeah. He's he's evil and he is a Sith Lord, but he is not the Sith Lord. Right. Right. So, OK, he's still kind of the uh, there's always two. Right. Yeah. He's, he's the henchman. Right. Right. So I I think that that could be played off as like he was still doing all of his henchman work or his Sith work with mm-hmm. the emperor in the background so he needs somebody to do this stuff for okay. him he does know yeah. but it's he can keep like her under control focus and i kind of like that i kind of like that theory and i'll tell you why that makes me like vader even more because 
even though he's a whiny baby who doesn't like sand. <laughs> hashtag no sand. Hashtag no sand, <laughs> yes. He he's showing some gumption and some some smarts. Mm-hmm. Like if they do lean into that, I like that theory a lot, actually, because that makes me feel like he knows he's he's smart. And then the second reason I like that more is that just makes me realize and like how much smarter Obi-Wan is and can take it to him. Like no matter what, he can't win. No. Like Obi-Wan knows you better. It doesn't matter how smart Obi-Wan you are. Obi-Wan knows him in and out. Like yeah. he, he basically raised him. Right. So of course he knows him. He was, he was with him all the time. Exactly. That's like us being with our kids and knowing like, all right, what are you doing? Like, yeah. We're not stupid. Exactly. Like, you know what they're going to do before they do it. Right. Exactly like this episode. So he knew I don't need a saber. I don't need a blaster. I don't need any weapons. He's going to come for me. But also you do have that side of Vader. Like, I know she's the youngling. I mm-hmm. remember her. I felt her presence. I'm yeah. feeling it again because I'm using my abilities right. and stuff. Right. And yeah, I'm going to let her. have to. Oh, yeah. Like, just from the scene that they showed and how he looked at her when he walked in, like, he had to have known. Oh yeah. Yeah. You mean the scene when she was yeah, a young lady? When she was a young Yeah. Lady. I mean, he looked her right in the face and then just killed everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, walked right past her. Yep. I mean, like, okay. she obviously wasn't dead, but right. uh, yeah, just walked past her and continued on. And then for him to not realize, I think that would, I think that would make Vader dumber than the fans would appreciate because mm-hmm. he was never put on to be that kind of a character. Like he was yeah. very evil. Uh, you know, in the original trilogy, if we talk about, you know, the good ones, four, five, and six mm-hmm. is like, he was he had a plan he knew what he was doing and it yeah. wasn't always just the emperor pulling the trigger you know and, and yeah and and that's the thing anakin was smart yeah he could be smart he could be smart mm-hmm. he just chose not to listen to that yeah. part and we know he was smart for other reasons as well even before he was you know becoming a jedi because he built c-3po right. and he could fly pods and yeah. make pods and i mean and he's smart yeah so to be able to use those type of you know like smartness i guess and then turning it using it heightened with evil yeah (laughs) i mean you're going to be able to read people's minds and Mm -hmm. you know know the force and i mean we were told you know he's super strong and he was supposed to be the one to balance the force right so he he's as strong if not stronger than master yoda right yeah so yeah i like that i like that theory because it it makes me like vader more and it makes me like obi-wan more and there's nothing wrong with that no and it makes me want to see more of what happens yeah. with them. Like, I've always liked Obi-Wan. Like, I liked him. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And all the movies and every actor that's played him. But, like, this, yeah, this just makes me love him more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I see how he is, like, how smart he is, how he is with Leia. Like, especially now that he's, like, opening himself back up to the Force. Right. You know what I mean? He's not so scared anymore. He's becoming mm-hmm. the, the Jedi we need. Yeah, he is, like, the Jedi, too, if you yeah. think about it. Because he in this series so far and in the movies has never wavered. Mm-mm. He's never wavered. Never. So if you think about it, Luke wavered. Mm-hmm. Luke got a little evil, like in the, the final battle in episode six. I mean, with, with Vader, like he was gonna kill him. Yeah. And then he pulled back, but he still wavered. Yeah. Obi-Wan has never oh, wavered. He is not, no, he's never wavered. So, you know, to, to see him and see why, it kind of builds that connection more with with episode four and five and, and you know six obviously uh with obi-wan and luke mm-hmm. because you, you know luke wants to be as good as obi-wan but he knows it's going to be difficult like he knows yeah. he can't yeah 
And you do see that struggle by if you pay attention and like talking it out, like we do here, it's like, we do have this show now that we can look at and reference. Oh, like they made him out to be this really clear cut, good Jedi out to help the people and a, like a huge standard of a Jedi. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Luke comes in and is like 16, 17 years old, doesn't know how to do any of this stuff. He's supposed to live up to this. And you know, how is he supposed to do this? You can see that being a little frustrating for Luke and why he kind of wavered and was a little lost. And he didn't have that guidance. He didn't have Obi-Wan to guide him. I mean, he had his force ghosts around and he had Yoda for a little while, but he had to kind of figure it out on his own. So Mm -hmm. that gives you a little bit more props. If you think about it out loud, for Luke too, yeah. because he did it without the help yeah. that Obi-Wan clearly got from Qui-Gon. So not to mention, you know, you still have Yoda in there and Mace mm-hmm. Windu and everybody, you know, there's probably side stories and comics of Obi-Wan going to them for advice and, and help, mm-hmm. you know, so there could have been moments in those where Obi-Wan wavered. But as far as main media goes, that all the mass stuff that we've watched, he didn't waver at all. No. And y- you, yeah. You, I mean, that's why the co- the show is called Obi-Wan. I mean, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it's it, about Obi-Wan. It's about him and they're building his character very, very well. I absolutely love it. And uh, th- I mean, this episode wasn't fantastic. No, but, but it wasn't bad. Oh man, it but it, no, none of them have been bad. No, no, no. no. And, and if the sixth one's bad, that'd be really that bad. That'd be really bad. <laughs> like, what? We get to the end and it's yeah. not good. Yeah, it's just him complaining about sand for the last 15 minutes. You know? <laughs> no more sand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I thought it was cool. I absolutely loved the Vader scene, just stopping the ship and putting it to the ground and ripping it to pieces. That was awesome uh, just to see him, but just those underlying things that, you know, we get to talk about here on the show. It's just, Mm -hmm. it adds to like the love and like the, the storytelling and the world building they're doing. Cause I mean, honestly, you can think about them, but it's, it's so much nicer to talk about them and have a conversation. And, yeah. You know, and that's the thing, like we wait and have our conversation about it when we record. Yeah. So like, I have to go all day. Like, right. like yesterday we watched it yesterday and then we're recording the next day and it's like, okay, I can't talk about it yet. Cause we're not recording. Yeah. Cause exactly. otherwise then we're going to be like, we already talked about all this. Yeah. Sometimes that can happen. <laughs> yeah. So, but we try to at least keep on track and, mm-hmm. uh, be able to talk about the episode and how we feel about it. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, that's really good. I think it's a good mix that we have going on. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So let us know what you guys thought about this episode. Obviously, you know, we liked it. Uh, talk about the, the transmitter. Oh yes, that's right. That's right. The final little mm-hmm. dealie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. In all the little battles sequence with uh, Vader and the third sister, she, um, they destroy well, Haja's running to the that's to the true ship, that's when he drops it you see the transmitter fall out onto the sand yep and i was like uh-oh yep that's bad news yeah and it gets destroyed well it gets semi-destroyed right it gets yeah, yeah beat up a little bit and then the third sister after she's been stabbed and vader just kind of leaves her to die he uh she walks she sees it and kind of like reaches over to it and grabs it and she kind of makes it work like she does these little connections on yep. it and then she listens to it and you can hear all you hear is boy the kids or kids. Right. And then and Tatooine. Tatooine. And you're like, mm. so that's the cliffhanger. So now you're like, is she, but like, then they do cut at the very, very end. They do cut and mm-hmm. show you Luke sleeping. sleeping. Yes. Yeah. That's so our first like, close up look of him. It's just kind of a side view of Luke. Then you're like, okay, is she going to use this? Like would Vader ever even trust her again? Probably not. Oh, so then you're like, what is she going to do? She's clearly not dead. Right. 
they're just they're even talking about her getting her own show Mm -hmm. so she's she's gonna be okay somehow or another plus we also know there is going to be a season two yeah they they've at least said you know that the the outpour of success has made them want to do another one why they ever doubt it you never know you just never know but we'll see we're gonna i think we're gonna get luke and leia in this next one not together though i think it's just gonna be luke and leia uh, and yeah. you know and they're two little flashy backy things we're gonna have happen there's something's gonna happen from we're gonna bounce back and forth from luke and leia i think um and there's probably gonna be some sort of a close cross pathing if i have to guess because that always kind of happens like mm-hmm. look how close they were to like, meeting hey, you know yeah. yeah which is kind of neat still i like that and especially if they've worked it in the story really really well where it makes mm-hmm. sense you know um because we know from Leia's dialogue in four, she knows what Tatooine is. Yeah. I mean, she's, uh, you know, Senator's daughter. So she's been yeah. places. She's um, she's a well-traveled little girl. Yes. Yes. So I'm excited for the, the sixth one and the final one. Um, don't know how long it's going to be. I don't think they've released that yet. If they have, I've not seen that. But we'll see. see yeah. I'm excited to see it. But yeah, like I was trying to say earlier, (laughs) thank you for stopping me. Like, uh, totally forgot about that cliffhanger. Um, Yeah, I was overtaken by the the enormous amount of power that Vader has. And oh my God. our theories. Yeah. See, that's what tends to happen. We talk about it and then we lose track of where we're going. It happens. It's okay. It's a good (laughs) conversation. Still, still valid. That's right. All right. Well, that is it for this episode. So we'll be back next week with Mm -hmm. the final one. Yay. It's going to be good. Yeah, I know, right? Have to wait for the next season whenever that happens. Also, check out my cool shirt. Oh, yeah. If you want to jump over on YouTube and take a look, Heather's sporting some Loud Thumbs merch. Yep. Yeah. Working on a store, guys. Yep. So if you uh, if you like these uh, things in the show, uh, essentially just pick up a shirt and help support the uh, the show. I got Josh and I got Nick. Yep. The fa- our, sure. our kind of faces are on there. They're kind of an artsified sort of face, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Some, cool. Something fun I went with, right? It's a good time. I like it. Yeah. Go check it out. Go yeah. buy one. Yeah, let us know if you're interested in that, honestly, because I'm working on the store, but it's not done yet. And uh, I would like to publish it and put it up out there if anybody's interested in any sort of shirts or cups or, I mean, I made a pair of shoes, so, <laughs> <laughs> which my son thinks is awesome. Yes, and he wants to buy them so badly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's it for this one. We'll be back next week. And until then, everybody have a great weekend and stay safe.